It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. X Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking out they just, but listen, son, now you leaking that fuchsia. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Uh, I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an optimal. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change But man, I wish that we would So what a long frown A man home from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the war sound His mama sitting at the wake Hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now Damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be. Fucking do what you want to do. So I do what I want to do. Bet you did it to floss. Bitch, I did what I wanted. Bet you did it and lost. Bitch, I did it and won it. Shit, I'm never coming back. Listen, I just want to rap. Gee, I told y'all all of that. On about a dozen tracks. I don't give a fuck. I just, I just, I just want to rap. Spitting fire on this track like a fucking thundercat. Plus, this mic is bleeding. Roll ho. This shit is a no no. Rolling in that low low. Plus, I'm from that ball. Tomorrow, need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo. Ready for the woe, and we so so. Sitting with the flow, somebody got a bobo. Heard the lanes, and I swear they so so. Too much love for the fame just to go broke. You said that I had the rap game and the troll card. Now I think I got the whole world in a rope. Got to think of damn dog, you crazy. Is he the next Jay Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know. Maybe. This is Chris here from MTR Network, and I want to address something that came up yesterday on the Black IOTS premium episode of The Nerd Off. I'm aware that my name has come up in the failure of Universal OrgyCon that was supposed to happen last weekend in Charlotte. Now I'd like to say that while I was co-founder of this event, along with Rob from the Black IU Tips and Aaron from the Black Outshots Podcast, I was only a volunteer who was not getting paid. I mean, I was going to get some of the profits, but still, I was an unpaid volunteer. I'm sorry this has caused some inconvenience for some people who are really looking forward to getting their freak on. But I was not aware of the finances, and honestly, I was only really in charge of making sure there were enough condoms to go around. And look, I came out of pocket for those. I got like 20 boxes of Universal Comcon condoms just sitting around here that I'm stuck with, and I can't do anything with because they came out of my pocket. I took out a mortgage to get those. Um, look, I'm sorry. I know people were upset. Uh, when we set out to do Universal OrgyCon, the idea was to put together an OrgyCon for our fans who were tired of seeing stepmother and stepson or stepbrother and stepsister porn on Pornhub. I mean, it's getting out of control. I don't know what's going on with that shit. Um, but we wanted to do it for the community. And now because of this failure, um, I want to take this moment to say I'm stepping down as editor-in-chief of the MTR network. I'm promoting Deepom, Shanna, and the doctor as managing editors of MTR. Uh, of course, I have not talked to them about this, and this is probably the first time they're hearing about this. I'm springing this on them suddenly, just like the cancellation that sprung up on you guys. Um, also, all the premium memberships will still be under my control, uh, but I promise to do better with that money than I did with the Universal FanCon money um, that I clearly had nothing to do with because I'm saying it here that, and you know, I'm saying it here on the internet, so that must mean it's, it's true. Look, we had big dreams, but the situation just got a bit out of hand. 
And now, while I didn't really have anything to do with the money or the cancellation or the planning or actually getting this convention to work, even though I was a co-founder, I'm excited to see you all uh, next year at next year's uh, Universal FuckCon. Um, again, like I- I'm really, really sorry this happened, uh, but honestly, if more of you all bought tickets, then you know this wouldn't have been a problem. You know, you non-existent community members should have. You know, I-, I I blame myself for putting my faith into you all. So it's really your fault for making this happen, even though I really didn't have anything to do with this convention to be, to begin with. Even though my name and influence was used to put it on, um, I'm just saying uh, I had nothing to do with it. But anyway, um, I thank you all, and and please pray for me in this time of reflection. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the exact same thing I tell Aaron. Y'all need to go to bed. <laughs> All, all of you, bed. <laughs> now we're done. There's no show. <laughs> all of you go to bed. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, I do have one question though. Like, so, so does that mean you're still gonna have premium shows, or are you just gonna take the premium money with no shows? Um, I'm I'm both in control and not in control, so I don't have an answer for you. So I'm gonna direct you to my legal Zoom counsel. <laughs> because right um, I don't I don't know right now <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> look normally I, I start the show I'm, and I'm, I have to apologize uh, for my guests today because I really did spring this on them <laughs> literally, literally I was like hey um you're playing the role of D-Pom today, and I'm sorry. I know it's your first time on the Insanity Check. You just got to roll with it. You got to deal mean, with it. I mean, at least I listened to the Insanity Check enough to know what playing the role of D-Pom means. So I, I was prepared, kind of. I but now just... I have to go back, because usually I listen to the Nerd Off day of, but I missed it yesterday. So now I really have to go back. So so this so this is what happened yesterday. <laughs> I completely forgot. I always forget. We do the nerd off every other week, and I literally forgot. I do so many shows. I literally forget what we talk about until we go to read the Ragos to read the feedback, and he says what the name of the show was. I was like, oh shit, we did do that. Oh shit, we did talk about that. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with us? Oh god. What? And so somebody literally called, wrote in about. Universal Orgy God. And I was like, oh God, we did do that last time. Yes, didn't we did. did. And so it just it just got out of hand. Because <laughs> Aaron wasn't there yesterday either, so we blamed Aaron. <laughs> it was I mean, you know, blame the person that ghosts everybody. I'm just saying it was just Aaron should have been there. I'm just saying. Uh anyway, I have joined me today. <laughs> The first time on the network, I have Elise Bacon from Unreasonable Fridays. I'm sorry. Laughing so hard, we can't even talk. Oh, my God. Hello, Bacon. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm, I don't know anymore. (laughs) I was, I was great. I had, I finally got up. I read, I read manga all morning. I got up. I had coffee. I was excited. 
And then I got debombed. <laughs> you got debombed. <laughs> I'm going to put that on the shirt. Oh, my God. That's a shirt. <laughs> it, it's got to be a shirt. I'm surprised it's not a shirt already. I paid for Universal Fan Con, but all I got was depommed. <laughs> Deepom yes. is gonna hate. Oh, me. that's necessary. I, I can't wait until he hears this episode. Oh, God, it's gonna be great. And it's always gonna be because he's got so many other things going on. It's gonna be a while. And it's, it's, he's gonna, he, I, I can't wait. Or somebody's oh, gonna, no, somebody's I, gonna add I'm him. All, I'm all for uh, co host trolling. Oh, so, so I'm, I'm glad that we, we, we're starting. I'm glad we're starting with it. Because I actually, before I even literally, when I tell you this was a last minute decision of me to, putting that in there, I'm literally writing the script for it. While I was talking, I, w- I was just on the span report. I'm literally writing the script for it on there, like maybe 20 minutes ago going, wouldn't it be funny if I did like a statement that really wasn't a statement about some non-existent orgy con that I, that we fake made up. <laughs> so, oh God. Um, speaking of this, I, I would like to, you know, this is a hard hitting question for first out of the gate. Um, how do you deal with working with a terrorist like uh, Aaron F- Freeman? Cause like. He's um, kind of a terrorist. He's he's, a, he's unreasonable. He's very very unreasonable. I mean, I mean, first there's the videos uh, that he puts out all the time of white people's uh like putting out oh was it, one of was like a like literally a ketchup cake or something like that and I think what was the last one he did he did one last time and I was just very very upset it was it was this week and I was very very upset it wasn't raisins in in like was it raisins in I, I thought it was pickles. That's what see that's the problem. It's too many of them. No, I, I know, I know. It's just like white people are doing too many things. Like I feel like white people are in this like period of time where they're trying to find themselves and in trying to find themselves are making really terrible decisions. Really terrible ones. Raisins and in, in, in greens. Uh I can't remember what the last one was. It was oh right. I know I know what it was. I know what it was. It was an alphabet soup pie. Oh that yeah. It was alphabet soup pie, and it is as it is as disgusting as you as you think. They literally took an app. They took alphabet soup, put it all together uh, in, in in a cracker crumb, <laughs> and it was cold. It, it was cold alphabet soup, and that was my final straw with with Aaron. I had to be like, "Yo, you are," literally, but but oh, actually, I'm sorry. That wasn't even the final straw. The final straw was um. Found out about the brown sugar uh, pop tarts. Oh yes, yes. And and um, not just him. I also listened to when you guys had Justin on. Apparently, Justin agrees with him. And now I have to re. I I have to you know reevaluate my whole uh, relationship with Justin now because he was supposed to come on the show two weeks from now, and I I I I'm not sure I can do that now, knowing that he also believes in this brown sugar pop tart slander. I just. Well, they're both men, and I, I'm just now of the opinion that men's opinions just don't matter. So it's all just air. Like, they're saying stuff, and I'm sure it means things, but it just, it's just going past my head. It's, it's actually, that's actually not too far off from the truth, because our opinions really are trash. I, I, would, we were just, I was just having this conversation with Span on his show. We were talking about, um, and I'm not going to get into this because I, I haven't seen the video yet. I've seen clips of it and stuff like that. And the whole conversation around Donald Glover. We're just having a conversation about how, listen, as, you know, as, as men, you have, to, you have to accept the fact that 
people will probably, if you ever get famous, people will write articles about how problematic you are because you spend most of your life growing up being problematic. At, I'm sorry, right. it's just what it is. And um, yes, yeah, so the opinions of men are pretty much how we got into this mess. So you are not far off from the truth there. Yeah, and in response to that, I basically just went to um, Target because my Target has like a wall of Pop-Tarts and I was like, hey, everybody, what flavor should I get? And then on our next, like, my next, like, little video meeting with Aaron, I just ate them in front of him and he was very confused and I was amused. (laughs) So. Oh, um, oh my goodness. Uh, Yeah, no, I, 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 I just. I love, I love I love your 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 you all de- demeanor and and um and 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 uh uh chemistry on, on the show is it, is great and um uh, who did you guys bring on last one about talking about FanCon? Oh, Robin. Rob, yes. So it's like it, it seems like every time I find out more about Universal FanCon, I get more information that just makes it worse. And so yes. getting it from somebody who was actually going to be on a panel who's talking about it and, and had their stuff and, and how unorganized it was from the beginning. And I'm just like, so it was always, it was just always a bad choice. Like they didn't get back to them about if they had a panel and they didn't even tell us, tell her what panel they had. Right. Or like even anything about the passes. It, 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 like the like, basics. Right. And like, like Robin was saying, like Robin works on cons. It, like Robin understands the process, knows all this stuff. And Robin's just like, what what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, that just okay. That it just was bad all the way around. So yeah, uh, we're not gonna go into more of that because because I, I, I think I, again, it it makes me upset just how much um how 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 it, 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 that last thing from from Robert set me off with the whole you know oh, well you know it's uh, it's your fault for not supporting the community it's just god right how dare you the community literally put together that $60,000 that was the initial amount from the kickstarter that was the community i don't know what other community you thought was going to happen just you asked for 25 you got 60 i <laughs> like that's community support. What do you, what are you looking for? And like, how fucking dare you? Yeah, it's just mm. especially after ghosting everybody, just like ghosting everybody to come out in an interview with this. Oh well, I, I how dare I believe in the community? Right, <laughs> the community you turned your back on. The community you have not supported and all that. Yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> Yeah, the community turned their back on you. Yeah, because you okay, just ridiculous. Right, um, right. <clears throat> yeah, that that whole thing is just just really bad though. Um, it it does. I, I I am interested in seeing how going forward people deal with Kickstarter. Not not like just this, but just in general because this I, Kickstarter is becoming a an iffy thing for me. I uh, was part of a. I didn't know it was a Kickstarter. That was a, just a pre order thing. Uh, for some, for, for some, uh, what was it? The Kanoas, the the head earbuds that that collapsed. Um, you had this FanCon thing where you know, I, I'm wondering what controls people are going to put in for crowd crowdfunding these things. Um, because um, it's it's, I don't know. 
so I, I don't, I don't think that, let's see, I don't think that there's, it's really going to change. I think that people are just going to be more discerning going forward. Like people will probably, there'll, there'll be probably be less people who are going to right off the bat, like throw their money at something. And I think there's going to be a lot more people doing more research because this has been kind of, this has been a problem with Kickstarter for a, for a minute. We're just really hearing about it more and more, but like there's the, and, and also a lot of other stuff has moved away from Kickstarter. Like a lot of the donations True. stuff have, have just completely gone into other avenues where even if you don't make your goal, you still get money. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that traffic has moved away from Kickstarter. So now Kickstarter is mostly fund my new project, maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot of Kickstarter like things up there. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody's, I, I got to do a follow up. Cause I've talked about this before with the, the whole comics and diversity asshole, Richard uh, Meyer, he's got, he actually raised like $200,000 for his little, um, his little really misogynistic comic book uh, that literally has an image. The only, he has preview pages up and the only woman in there is a black woman who I shit you not is literally wearing a tattered rag across her two big boobs. Oh it, my God. It is ridiculous. Why? Well, I will say this. I only bring this up because, you know, yeah, he raises money, but I don't think they're now going to form their own little publishing company uh, because uh, Mark Wade, and I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to go with this and say it is because I think Mark Wade is about that life, basically went to Anarch Press, who was going to run, who was going to publish this book for Meyer, and apparently behind the scenes pressured them not to do it. And oh. um, yeah, and I tend to believe this because. Wade is also the dude that basically told some other like comic gates people to, for the most part, meet him in Temecula <laughs> at a convention one time. So I kind of do believe that Wade is about that life, and I appreciate it because yeah, no, that, that's fine. Because <laughs> you know, they're, 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 all these comic gates people were complaining about, um, you know, the, this him using his influence to to get a public to push a publisher not to publish his book, and I'm like. Oh, so you guys mean what you guys have been doing to the LGBTQ community and black black creators and, and women of color creators and everybody else who's not a white male? You mean what you guys have been doing, harassing publishers to get people fired? That kind of thing? Isn't it, isn't it really funny how free speech only seems to work one way? Oh, yeah, it's only for white men. It's only for white men. Yeah. It's not for white men who clearly don't see the double standards of their actions. Nope. So they've gone off and they're making their own uh, I can't remember what the name of their fucking their their fucking company they're they're making. Uh, they ran up and cre- they're creating their own little safe space comic publisher. Him, John uh, Malin, uh, and Ethan Van uh, Shiver are all doing that. Which sucks. Cause Shiver is actually a good artist, but he is a trash individual. Um, they're just, they're just gonna send out zines from uh Kinkos. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, that's the thing. They raise his money. People are like, oh, we're gonna be successful. I'm like. Yeah, you raise one money for one book, and and what I've found from uh, these races is they'll support your first project, but they're not gonna be. It's not a community. It's not. A, right. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. You're not gonna be a new Image Comics. You're not. Oh, it's, not. It's one book. Um, congrats, I guess. But um, 
Uh, I'm bringing all this up to say I found a new feature. Uh, not really new, but I finally figured out how to work uh, Twitter blockchain. I don't know if you, have you ever heard of this? I've heard of it, but I don't understand it. So Twitter blockchain is a extension you can get for Chrome and Firefox. And it, what it allows you to do is you can go to a person's follower page and block everyone who follows them. <gasps> now, oh. I, I know, I know it sounds, it sounds awesome. It's even more awesome than you think. So when I heard this, I was like, at first I was like, oh, it's just a Chrome extension that hides these people from your, from your Twitter list. And that's probably what it is. No, 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 no. It actually blocks them. I did it today. I went to, it doesn't block the actual person, but it blocks all their followers, which I'll explain why I think that's, a, that's, 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 that's perfect. Um, I went to Diversity in Comics, went to his follower list. He has 14,000 followers. It didn't work in Chrome for me. I had to go over to Firefox, and I just hit block. I had to block, uh, I said, basically, let me see if I, I'm going to look at this right now and see how it says. I think it's like blockchain, uh, their user, something like that, right? And um, it went through and it blocked every single person in that list. That just gave me goosebumps. It is amazing. Oh my God. Like I, I actually like that would make me more active on Twitter. I mean, I'm already active. I just don't say anything. Yeah. It, it, you basically, it, you have an option. It says run black cha- blockchain. You can run export chain, which will export it into a list and you can, so you can export, so you can run, run the chain, export it to a list give it to somebody else so they can then import that same list of, of, of people that they just blocked. And here's the thing, the way I see it is everyone who follows diversity in comics is an alt-right piece of trash. So I don't right. need to see them ever again and never want to do, and I can then talk about him and talk about this thing without feeling like I'm going to get inundated with all his followers. I can do this now. Yes. It right. rent. It took like two minutes, went through all of his followers, blocked every single one of them. Oh my God. Whoever, whoever made that, they just need, they just need like a whole, they just need all the stuff. They need a giant warm plate of full cookies. Just all the cookies. It should be a, it should be a native feature of Twitter. It, it should be. It should be a native feature of Twitter. It should be a native feature of Twitter. I've heard about this thing. I've never, I never got it to work. And nobody ever really talks about how it works. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can do this. I want to see if I can actually get this to work. And when it did that, it is amazing. This is how you, this is why you got to watch who you follow. This is how sometimes you, you, you've got blocked by somebody and you feel like you never interacted with them. Well, maybe you're, fo- maybe you're following somebody who's trash and they, um, yeah. So that thing people do, cause I know some, you got some, uh, journalists do this. They'll follow trash people to f- don't do that. Put them in a list. Cause I'm gonna start blocking these assholes now and block everybody who follows them. It is a beautiful thing. 14,000 people blocked. In like two minutes. That, that sounds really awesome. Cause like one of the reasons I started um, pulling away from Twitter so much, uh, cause I started pulling away during um, Gamergate. Mm, yeah. And then I came back for a little bit. But about the same time I came back is also about the same time I discovered I like I'm trans. And I started being really open about being trans. And of course, with like the stuff that I'm talking about like all the time on Unreasonable Fridays or just everywhere at this point. Um, it's, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm you have just to protect yourself. I'm target. You, 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 <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, let's keep it real. You have to protect yourself. Right. You have, and, and I don't think that that's, 
that doesn't make you a snowflake. That doesn't make you not want to deal with, you know, uh, uh, disagreeing opinions. It's like differing opinion doesn't mean challenging who I am in my existence. That that's right. not that's not I, the I same thing. To, I don't want to deal with a thousand turfs. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. So uh, and that's why I wanted to bring it up today, because I like I said, it just worked for me today. And I felt like there's got to be somebody out there who because um, Twitter is literally becoming Twitter's doing this thing where it's, it feels like it's slowly becoming 2008, 2009 Twitter again, which was the Wild yeah. West. And yeah. this will clean shit up for you very, very fast. Oh, just I'm, go so to a, I'm yeah. gonna spend all afternoon just doing that. Well, because it, it also works with because it also got to realize a lot of some of these people are are are, are bots as well. So you have you it gets the bots, it gets the per, but then what it doesn't do, and I, and I said I was gonna bring this up, it doesn't block the main person, and and that might. And so what you do is here's how you deal with it: you mute the main person, but don't block them. This way. Every few weeks, you go back to their page, run the run the blockchain again. You can block their followers again, right? And that'll also let you be able to, as you were saying before, talk about the person or whatever they're doing and whatnot all, and not mm-hmm. and not have them turn around and sick all their followers on you. Right? You can you can now because I, I also fully believe in challenging this bullshit. I, I don't believe that. Allowing this racist, uh, homophobic, transphobic, sexist, just flat out bigoted bullshit, like stay there, is 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 good. I, I believe that you have to actively challenge it and speak up about it. Just hoping it goes away. Um, I, I said that today that um, uh, and it's just for across the board. But I was talking about white people in, in general. There's this whole thing where white people are are, are doing this thing of. Well, you know, um, you calling me out on being being racist and being mean to me about being racist is making me go to other races and be more racist. I'm like, that's like, and so you have to be nice to me, and if you if be nice to me and and gently tell me about my racism, I'll 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 be less racist. Yeah, that's like saying that don't target cancer aggressively, instead nurture it and and care for it. And treat it gently in a hope that one day it stops being cancer and won't kill you. Right. And that just doesn't work anyway. Because if you're like, oh, I'm only going to listen to you if you're nice to me. Like that's so clearly you're racist. Right. Like if you're only going to listen to me talking about like a social injustice and like racism and et cetera, only if I'm nice to you. Does that mean you're even taking in what I'm saying? Like that's that is racism. Oh, yeah, God, I, yeah, it's th- yeah. Their 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 logic and circular logic on this one is truly amazing. So um, no, so I'm throwing it out there. So definitely use Twitter blockchain. It is a it, it is a uh, like I said, Chrome didn't Chrome kept uh, crashing for me. So I have Chrome. I, I have a Mac. So I have Chrome, Safari, and um. Firefox. So I tried the. I usually use Chrome for all my my browsing, but I open up Firefox to try to run this, and it worked. And again, goes across platforms. So once you do it, they're blocked. Like they're. It's not just blocked in in Firefox. Not just blocked. They it 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 interacts with the Twitter API and literally blocks that blocks all those people. So if I use my phone and I go in there, those people are blocked now. They are gone. It is truly truly amazing um to do so um oh another th- good thing about it too is because maybe you have let's say 
This will also work too because I mentioned about how some some journalists will follow these people so they can, you know, and, and I get it. Journalists follow sometimes bad people not to endorse them, but to get news to, and it's just what they do. So let's say, I know Soledad O'Brien does this. She, she usually follows them. And I'm looking, I'm like, how is Soledad O'Brien following this person? I'm like, oh, she's using it as basically research to, you know, and I get it, right? So let's say I'm following yeah. Soledad O'Brien or she's, you know, and um, she's in one of these lists. It won't block somebody who you follow. Oh, I believe that's how it works. That's good. So, so you won't accidentally block somebody and 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 stuff like that. And it'll even tell you when it's done. It'll tell you who has errors, and it'll tell you who you already have blocked. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. excited now. I feel like I feel like I can be a new bacon on Twitter again. Hey, Just I'm, out there and loud and oh, so good. I'm I'm just saying. I I see see I'm I I. See, Chris both giveth and taketh away. I, 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 I taketh I, away your hope with the, with the original uh, opening to the show, but I have now giveth you uh, Twitter blockchain and uh, how I, you can do it. I was depalmed and then I was given cake. Yes, yes. I'm, what is it? What is it? The, the, the candy, it's the, um, the, the sour, the, the, the sweet and sour, the, the, the Sour Patch Kids uh, commercial, something like that. So they're both, they're yes! both sour and they're sweet. Yeah, that's, that's me. I'm, I'm trying here, guys. I'm, I'm trying. I understand. I'm trying. I understand. I um, get it. The other thing that I wanted to mention, uh, and I actually wanted to thank you about this, too. See, I'm, actually, I'm, going, I'm going double sweet here. Um, I wanted to uh, shout out to you because you, I think it was, no, it wasn't your last show. It was the show before last. You had Justin on. And you all were talking about, um, you guys brought up the Kanye West stuff. And I yeah. definitely want to say thank you for pointing out the people that are showing more empathy for Kanye West's mental health than people in their own lives. Yeah, that was, that was good. Like, I literally, I don't care about Kanye. Like, I just, I don't. But seeing all of that was so triggering and just like, it, made, it was making me really mad. But it's like, you guys are caping and having all of these excuses for a person you don't even know when you have people in your own personal life who you are treating like shit because they have mental illnesses and they're having a hard time managing their mental illnesses. Fuck you. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> Monday, it's, oh, uh, depression is a choice. You guys can just, you know, you, you're just sad because you want to be sad get over it you know it's i don't know why you guys think you need to go to therapy all this stuff then tuesday it's you guys leave kanye alone he thinks that slavery was a choice because he has a mental illness right i'm like i'm like why are you empathizing with people who are being terrible yeah it's it it's that thing where a lot because i'll put this from the, the point of view of black people uh, and you say the black people are doing this. I know it's not, but I'm um, just bear with me, guys. A lot of the people, I, I feel like they have the worst opinion of of their own race and their own people. And so, Kanye is speaking truth to power, uh, basically about black people and saying that we are our own problem and we're causing, we're the we're we cause all of the ills of that we're facing today because of our mental capabilities. We're not. We're not thinking deep enough. Um, but, but then when it comes to somebody in your own family, it's like, 
you you resent them, you despise them, and you you want you don't want to feel like I think a lot of it comes down to also people don't want to feel like you're in the same boat. You know, yeah. it's easier to yeah, blame it on somebody else. It's easier to say that you're. It's easier to say you're depressed because you want to be depressed than to say that hey, you know what? Sometimes life does suck, and sometimes life right. can be depressing, and sometimes I'm sad because of that. Yeah, that's been something because I I have so many issues, but that's one of the things that I've been really kind of doing and I found really helpful just for me is like whenever I'm having just really bad anxiety or my depression is super bad, I just sit there and I like, I really think about what's going on and how I'm feeling. And I'm like, no, no, no. I am actually like this. This is actually happening. This is why it sucks, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing it it's okay to feel bad absolutely so it definitely like kind of self-validating myself and i think that's something that more people need to do but also just people around us need to do yeah like it's okay to feel awful i i i think i don't want to say the stigma behind it is is going away because it's not but I do think more, I think like everything else and, and that we've, it's the beauty of, it's <laughs> one of the beauties of Twitter and seeing everybody grow and seeing things change, at least in that relatively small community. I think people need to realize Twitter is a relatively small user base and community can compare to the rest of the world, which is why I think sometimes the terribleness of, of, of the outside world sometimes catches us off guard. Um, Things are changing, um, but I was seeing this article, and this is, again, could we do a random show? I just saw this. I, I remember seeing this article later, earlier this week. Major depression diagnoses are up in the U.S. 33% since 2013. You know, it's more and more people, I think, are, are one, getting diagnosed and seeing hope. But I, it, it's just, it's, 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 it's becoming less of a problem for people to talk about. And I think people should do that. Um, but it's also not an excuse in Kanye's situation to be a jackass. Right. Like you can't use your mental illness as an excuse to harm people. Or you, or even worse, use somebody else's supposed, cause again, remember this is all still like, like we're we, don't, all, we don't know him. Right. We're all speculating on like when people say, oh, well, I think, yeah, you think, cause you don't know him. When, I've never had a conversation with Kanye. You know, <laughs> we've all, we have all. A uh, WebMD Kanye's Kanye's case, <laughs> right? We don't know him. We don't know people who know him, right? We don't know his personal life. So already blaming it on mental illness and mental health and things like that is kind of uh, offensive because who the hell are you, <laughs> right? So why are you paying more attention to the person who you don't know their life when you have the people whose life you do know and understand what they're going through? And you have no sympathy for them. It's, it's just weird. People are wild. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, just bad. But anyway, I, like I said, I wanted to say uh, thank you for that because I, I thought that was a very, very important point uh, to bring up about um, this. Like, you know, you, you it's, it's always weird, though, that people do that. It's, you see Republicans doing this now where it's like they don't care. They'll care about 
some bigger thing that they don't care about the people in their own district. It's just it's very, very weird how people do that. It's oh God, it's just terrible. Yeah, um, the level of compartmentalizing is amazing. I, I honestly, it's if they weren't if they weren't like Bond villains, I would seriously tell you they should do master classes. <laughs> they really are Bond villains, though. They they are Bond villains, so they really. Uh, it's just it's at, at this point they're Bond like. Again, I know people want me to talk more about Trump and things like that. The reason why I don't is literally every week is something different. And at this point, I can't keep up. It's just too fucking much. So I've, I've moved beyond Trump now at this point because I'm just like, I don't know what the motherfucker's doing. And every week is something different. And I'm, I'll turn on, I'll turn on the, the, the news and it's like, oh, yes, Michael Cohen apparently got $500,000 that, uh, uh, that he was shuffling through multiple uh suffering through his LLC and he was also doing things for AT&T and other companies it's just, I'm you know just like it's a lot and then there's and then there's Stormy Daniels that's not even the Stormy Daniels shit right it's just 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 give me the Vox explainer right. two years from now <laughs> right, right I need the short little Vox uh two minute clip of what happened because it's just it's too much I, I I don't know it's people wonder why the news can't I, I this is one place where I will say i I have sympathy for the media. I, I don't know how they keep up. They're, they're barely doing it. Right. And I, oh, and that, that was a big thing this week. It was um, one of the people, one of the aides inside the White House saying that uh, John McCain was going to die soon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, oh, he's going to die soon anyway. So I think he reposes their pick for this head of CIA. And they were like, basically said that, well, he's going to die soon anyway. It doesn't matter. And they made that they made that joke, and so um, uh, that came out. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I I sat there and I was kind of like, that was wrong, that was evil. But at the same time, John McCain is kind of a dick too, and he did pick Sarah Palin. So I'm just gonna sit on the sideline on this one. I'm not gonna pick a side. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let them fight. I I I don't watching John McCain for the last. 20 years has been weird. It has. Because, so I lived in Arizona for 12 years mm. and I moved up to Seattle in 08. So I have like a very uh, different memory of like pre 08 John McCain what? because Arizona is weird. What was your, so, so tell me this because I, I, I want to see what was your opinion of John McCain pre 2008? Like pre 2008, like, like he, on a on a national level, I didn't follow much of his stuff, but on a state level, he stopped our governor from doing really awful shit for the state. So, because I I can't even remember half of it anymore because the, the and each governor tries to do something awful, and the state legislator tries to do something awful. Like they tried, they wanted to. Um, like several couple of years ago, they wanted to um, stop funding for adult education. And if you're like the GED follows falls under adult education, by the way. So like it was mm. going to be so that you couldn't even take the GED in Arizona. But luckily that got sh shoved aside and didn't happen. But stuff like that's constantly going through. And he stopped a lot of the worst of it from actually like going through just on a state level. 
So like we have this, I have this memory and then 08 John McCain. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, it's like, so it's like, like the last I saw of Arizona, John McCain was his um, resignation speech. Mm -hmm. And that was it. So, so it's funny you mentioned this. I can remember this. I'm, I'm old enough to remember because you know, the if you can find old episodes of the insanity check, good on you. I don't post them on these feeds anymore, but some of y'all still have access to them and you guys can get them. I'm not gonna lie. I was not a Hillary Clinton fan. And I was like, if she somehow gets out of the primary and beats uh, Barack Obama, I might, and this is before you pick Sarah Palin, I might could vote for John McCain. Because John McCain, like you said, national level, wasn't terrible. He was actually right. a rational uh, 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 Republican. And while he was a Republican, he didn't have the, because um, at that point, Hillary Clinton and them were definitely going down the racist route against, uh, against Barack oh, yeah. Obama. So you're like, okay, and then Obama won, and then John McCain picked Sarah Palin, and then somehow he, and and then he, was, and then he lost. Just the picking of Sarah Palin, because if you yeah. remember how John McCain was even answering stuff during debates, and like even before that, like, yeah. like even before Sarah, the whole Sarah Palin picking VP thing, like the start of, um, I can't think of the word right now, but like where he was basically like the whole start of all the campaigning. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Well, it was because, weird. It wasn't McCain. Well, so the thing about it is with the Republican Party after. During and after Bush's, and this is why when people sit there and try to blame Trump and this is new and I can't believe this is happening. It's no, funny. it was a it was a slow burn. It got to the point where in order to win the Republican primary. You you have to be, you have to cater to the red meat right wing base. And right. that wasn't what John McCain was. But in order to, because again, remember John, for, so even, even up to the point, John McCain winning the, man, we're going back. In order for John McCain to win that, that race, people forget that John McCain at one point suspended his campaign. There's a lot of shit going on. Like, John McCain almost didn't win. And he he right. basically had a comeback victory. And the way he came back is basically, like, going at and, 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 and feeding that red meat base down to the point. And he, and he was still, you can see he was still flirting with it because at one point he was going to pick, and again, this guy was still terrible too, he was going to pick Joe Lieberman to be his running mate. But the base didn't like it because Joe Lieberman was Jewish. And right. so, no, the base hated Joe Lieberman. Yeah, they hated at, Joe at, Lieberman. At, at that time, too, Joe Lieberman. Like, yeah. it's so interesting, too, looking back, because a lot of people who are horrible, horrible, horrible now, they were still kind of bad then, but they yeah. weren't as bad. Mm -hmm. Well, you had two choices. You had two choices. You could either... So you, you, had, you had two kinds of Republicans at that point. You had the John McCain's and the Mitt Romney's, who weren't necessarily, like, evil Republican demons. They weren't great, and they wouldn't have been great for, for black people or anybody like that. But they were like, okay, we can survive this. They're better than Bush. They're, they're, they're more coming to that. Like, we can, we can live with this, right? Right. And then you had, but, but in order for them to win, they had to pretend to be these right-wing nutcases. And yeah, you can tell that they, they weren't, 
they weren't genuine. It, it wasn't genuine. You could see through it. Um, right. But then you actually had the people that were like, finally, you're right. Niggers don't need to be in. Oh, whoa, whoa, dude. What are you? What, you can't say that right now. You can't. You had that. Then you had that. Those are the two bases. You had the, the people trying to pretend to be like uh, these right wing nutcases. And you had the actual right wing nutcases. And that's how we're at now. And, and, and I don't think losing to a black guy also helped John McCain because he was also yeah. very, very bitter about that as well. Very bitter about it. He's not happy about it. The other thing two people forget is, the, and I think you know, you know, people are going to go, how do you, you guys ever like be forgiving of John McCain? Got to remember, believe John McCain had, does he have a, he has a black adopted child? Well, he has, yeah, he's got something. Yeah, yeah. Something, and, and the reason why that's important is because he also ran against George W. Bush in 2000 in the primary and George W. Bush and his campaign got races against John McCain's child. Yeah, I remember that actually. So, so John McCain has always kind of been like, okay, he's a Republican, yeah, but I can kind of be forgiving of him because he's a moderate and he's seen the other side. And he never went full, ra- really, 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 really full races until that 2008 campaign. And he had, he, what it was, it crossed the line. And you can say, I always tell people, he realized he fucked up at that, that, that town hall where that woman got on the mic and said Barack Obama was a Muslim. And that's when you could, you could see in John McCain's oh, yeah. face, oh my God, what have I done? What have I become? What have I done? I literally sold my soul for this. Um, right. And, you know, he, for the most part, he kind of tanked his campaign after that on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he purposefully tanked his campaign. Right. And, and his, his resignation speech to Obama, like his dropping out speech, mm-hmm. like that is probably the last time I saw McCain yes. as like the McCain I remember was specifically just that speech. And then he went, down into the red just nosedive just just all mm-hmm. the way in yeah well it, it, it was it, like a farewell yeah. speech yeah. bye yeah yeah that john mccain's dead now it's literally what happened it's you know it literally what's happened it, it's and it's because because again like my whole beginning i was never republican i was i i used to be a really annoying independent mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was like my my mom was always um my mom was a white liberal educator democrat and my dad was a black conservative republican and i went nah <laughs> i'm gonna split the difference i'm gonna be the middle I, I'm, gonna split the difference. I'm gonna we're not doing any of this um so i was i used to be a really annoying independent and that was when i was really like starting to follow politics and all of that, but oh my god, it was yeah. it was so it so I'm still having a hard time reckoning what I'm looking at right now and what I grew up with. It's it's like, yeah, it's so weird. It's it's very very weird. Um, and I'm I I, I try to tell people all the time. It's like you guys, I, I'm I I feel for the people who had their their political awakening awakening under um. Obama and really, really looked at it then because it's like it's hard because it's like under Obama you have one idea. It's like you guys have no idea about the Bush years. Like, no, no, it's like nobody remembers the Bush years. But then again, most of my generation, like you know, like early thirties, mm-hmm. uh, 
the Bush years, we were in high school. True. Yeah. So like we were we were in high school, and I don't like like unless you were being really nerdy and into politics, like I was at the time. Like you didn't really pay attention into politics until your early twenties, which is right. when Obama came in. Right. Right. I'm telling people it's like, yo, yeah, the Bush years were. I I, I was just talking about this with Spanish, like. We literally, like, people are like, I can't believe we're at this point right now where facts don't matter and fake news. How do we, this is ridiculous. I can't believe that Trump did it. I'm like, guys, guys, have you forgotten that we literally had national arguments about what torture was? Right. That somehow waterboarding wasn't torture? That was under Bush. He literally got on, like, oh, no, 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 no. See, see, you know, taking a guy and simulating drowning is not torture. It's enhanced interrogation techniques. It's That's- different. Right. Right, I'm like that. That's torture. Right, right. Oh, so what we do is we 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 take these people, we bend them over, we ha- we basically handcuff their 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 hands to their ankles, and we have them sit there for hours and hours and hours. But that is not torture. That is just making them uncomfortable. It's like no, no, that's that's literally what torture is. I mean, we're not putting like electrodes on their nuts. I mean, come on, guys, and hook them to a car battery. That's torture. That's not what we're doing. We're just simulating drowning in. And 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 basically mini torturing them, but not really torture, like you know, right. Abu Ghraib and all this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it. You know, we have we forget secret prisons. We had Guatemala. We had Gitmo, and people were just like, oh yeah, we have we have a prison there. Is it secret? No, it's not even secret. We just keep people there, so they're all terrorists. I mean, yeah, I, I guess some of them. Yeah, some of them. So you're I going mean, to any, give them anybody who's there. There's probably a reason for it. Yeah, so they get lawyers, right? Oh no, 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 no! We don't get <laughs> lawyers. Oh, come on, they're not citizens of this country. They don't have rights. Only Human? citizens of our country have rights. Right. Well, then why are we holding Human rights? No. So can you put them in our federal prisons and have them? Oh no, we can't do that. They're terrorists. But you just said they weren't all terrorists. Like, what are you doing here, folks? It's like. Yeah, folks, that was all under. That was all under. I I remember the. Do you remember these? Cause I I feel like I. Oh God, I can't. I both feel old and then also like I can't believe nobody remembers this. Remember when we when, when people were like, yeah, we should go into you know went into Afghanistan after nine eleven, understandable. But when we went into uh, Iraq, people were like, hey, wait a Why minute. Why did we go to Iraq? We shouldn't go to Iraq. And literally, George W. Bush, I shit you not, got on TV and said, you're either with me. Or against me, and being against me is basically un-American. And yes, you, I remember that. And do you remember? In my, I can't remember. I want to say it was Steve Calise because he, he he has that face of just a, a fucking you know. I don't think it was him, but it's just one of these racist white Republican representatives. I think they 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 did the thing where because France was like, hey hey um. We don't believe you should go into a war with Iraq, so we're not going to back you on this. So literally a couple of... Uh, uh, freedom uh, fries. Freedom fries. They said they wanted to rename French fries to freedom fries, and they, poured, they had a news conference where they poured out French wine because they didn't want to... That is what happened under Bush. And that's, not even, that's, just, a, that's just a funny shit. That's just a right. funny shit. All right? That all came from under Bush. Freedom fries was a Bush thing. Oh my God! Somebody else remembers freedom fries. I feel like I I, I feel like not enough people talk about freedom fries. Nobody remembers freedom fries. I, oh it my is, God! It is literally one of the most ridiculous things I've ever fucking seen. 
You had this. This wasn't. This wasn't like some random Alex Jones person either. This was. This was a. These were sitting U.S. either senators or House of Representative members talking about freedom fries. Yeah, yeah. So, and because I was in Arizona at the time, Arizona's a weird. Arizona's not a weird state. So, like, Arizona is more blue than people know, which is why I wasn't surprised to see that. Um, that it was that more people were voting Democratic in Arizona because Arizona actually has weird a lot of brown people. Oh, well, weird. why? Um, there's a lot of like native. Like in like Native Americans, there's a lot of like Mexicans and second generations, and just there's a lot of Im- there's a large immigrant community that has had kids that and their kids grew up, which is part of the reason why they're hell bent on taking away their rights to votes, like hell bent. Um, and then you have all the white racist people, and like these are the white racist people who just call you nigger to your face. Uh. And, you know, try to fail kids for just being brown. So when the Freedom Fries thing happened, there were legit, like, people who were taking it seriously. Like, like I had a teacher who wouldn't call them French fries. Oh, my God. Like, like there were white people who took this very seriously. No, no, no. And yes, this was not, this was not a, this was not a... This is not just a, a, a couple of people. No, this was not. And because I lived um, near Davis Monthan, because Davis Monthan's in Southern Arizona, a major Air Force base, it was really, like, it was, it was a thing. It was, it was, it was actually a thing. So all of that news propaganda, all of it, white people picked up super, like, all of them picked it up. Yep. Um... Actually, I, so I actually might have a video I'm going to play. Um, oh in 2003, when France opposed going to war in Iraq, the U.S. took the next logical step. It's House of Representatives cafeterias. I for, oh, so the oh House God. of Representatives cafeteria stopped oh serving French fries. They served freedom fries instead. Naturally, French toast became freedom toast as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Republican representatives Walter Jones and Bob Nee who, were, who was the chairman of the House Administration Committee at the time and angered at our so-called allies of France, made it happen. The change did not have unanimous support. Making Congress look even serious than it, uh, it sometimes looks would not be higher on my priority list, says Democratic Representative Barney Frank, clearly lacking in both patriotism and knowledge of French's, France's historic disdain for liberty. Um, well, the House Fry district name ditched freedom in 2006. It lasted for three years. Oh my God. Uh, also, Nay pleaded guilty to corruption charges uh, around the same time. So here, mm-hmm. let me see if I can play this uh, video here. Changing the name of French fries to freedom fries. This is very important work for a congressman to do. After all, balancing the budget and reforming the health care system can wait. What's really important is having patriotic-sounding food in their cafeteria. Congressman Nay set a trend. Within two weeks, President Bush was able to enjoy patriotic food in the air. The official breakfast menu aboard Air Force One included stuffed freedom toast topped with strawberries. And as the president goes, so goes the country. America was hit by a storm of symbolic patriotism as menus across the nation were changed to reflect how much we valued freedom and how little we thought of the French. 
at this hamburger joint in Hollywood, they don't serve French fries anymore. I'm getting European fries today. Not French fries? Oh, no, no, no. We ran across this story oh, coming no, from, no. to us from Beaufort, North Carolina, where a uh, certain restaurant there is now saying they're not going to be serving any more French fries. That's what we're hearing, and uh, Neil Rowland, is, uh, he's the operator of this restaurant, it's Cubby's in Beaufort, uh, North Carolina, and there's Neil. He's joining us now live to tell us what this is all about. Hey, Neil, where'd the idea come from? We opened up our menu, and the word French just took us and grabbed us. So all of a sudden, we decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change our French fries to Freedom Fries in support of our uh, president, also our troops. The show support. I guess they don't have French vanilla ice cream or. I guess not. French poodles at home. Maybe not. Maybe not. French manicure. That's freedom poodles to you, and that's freedom. That's freedom vanilla. Okay. Oh my god. I forgot how. I I, I knew it was stupid. I forgot how stupid. I. I, I it was really so did. stupid. I forgot how stupid. Um, it was it, so bad. It, it also reminded me of something else that they did here. Uh, that's where the. You support the troops thing became really big too, because that, that was yep. that was the other angle of it. It's that if you didn't support the war in Iraq, you didn't obviously didn't support our troops, and so you hated the troops. And so, yeah. So when you look at Trump now, you got to go back and look at everything that happened under Bush. That's where a lot of this shit came from, right? And then the Tea Party actually started um, growing towards the end of the Bush years. Mm -hmm. Yep, and. Yeah, because I, I I remember that very clearly. Yep. I, no, I'm sorry. Woo. Yeah, I, it was that. It was um the Islamophobia stuff was really really bad. Like, it, it, and I don't think people realize it wasn't really wasn't that bad until after 9/11. I mean, it was always there because again, people were just racist. But it really became out there uh, after 9/11 because then the, it literally became, let's be honest, state sanctioned. Like you had right. up to the presidency basically saying that it was okay in giving white people even more um validation for their racism kind of like how like we're, we're you know, i have some stories that we'll go through later about white people being racist calling the cops on, on black people it's not like this stuff is new um and i definitely do think that the social media makes it so that we we're just hearing about it more now because people are able to get their stories out there but i do feel like there is a new level of emboldened a bolden a new a new group of emboldened white people who feel like they can get away with this shit because Trump is in office and um they can they they feel like they're they're entitled to to treat minorities this way. And, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And so yeah, folks, this shit this shit this this is the shit that people forget. People I and I I feel like we're always just destined to repeat our history because we forget it. I and you and you can go back to previous presidents before that did some similar things. Like it was just stupid, you know. The freedom fries thing, the pouring out the French wine. We don't we don't serve French toast. Like again, he said they served it on they served freedom toast on the plane in on Air Force One. This was this got endorsement from the top. The president didn't come out and put a stop to this shit. He, 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 he reveled it. That's why I, I tell people all the time, like, I, I don't like George W. Bush. And, and, and while, yes, Trump is bad, and I know people can go, man, it makes you miss the, the, the Bush years, is because you've forgotten what the Bush years were like. Right. The Bush years were really awful. And um, it, it, it wasn't even the, the Islamophobia, it went from being 
everybody's brown, so are racist against everybody's brown, to now we're assuming all brown are terrorist Muslims. Like, yeah. it literally went from, like, it went to this whole new, whole nother level. Yeah. And it was, it was scary. It was really scary. I got, I remember, I'll never forget it. I got thrown out of class because I got into a fight with one of, um, another student because um, I had mentioned my dad had gotten sent overseas. And he's like, what's your, what's your uh, dad doing over there? Is he a terrorist? Not the fact that my dad was a soldier, mm -hmm. but automatic because I'm brown. My dad's clearly a terrorist. Yep. yep. Like I will never forget that, and that happened. That happened in like '04, and now the same shit's happening all over again. It's literally the Bush years again, but fifty times worse. Yeah, it's fifty times worse because now, because again, even with under Bush, I think towards the end of his his terms. Bush started realizing all the, the terribleness he did and not yeah. saying that he corrected it, but he also realized that because again, just like, with, with, you know, um, I, I feel like there's a lot of Bush was just, he was, he was really dumb. Other than people don't realize like he was, he was not, he should never have been president. He did not know a lot of things. He, he, yeah. Um, but a lot of it was Cheney and Cheney was the, the emperor behind the Darth Vader in this case. Right, um, which which the the whole Cheney thing actually makes Pence more scary to me. You should be very frightened, but I, I was seeing something. Uh, unfortunately, I was watching Hardball, so Chris Matthews was on. But he was he was doing this clip of showing uh, how Pence has really become this chameleon, where he basically repeats the things that Trump says and does, but in this creepily scary calm way that he's he's the frightening one right like he, he's, so it, yeah. it, it really is it's really another duplicate of bush and cheney but even worse like pence pence terrifies me yes you know what pence reminds me of hmm. i know you, you you read comics you you should get this um Reminds me of the purifiers. Oh. That's what yep. Pinch reminds me of. Pinch reminds me of a purifier. Yep. I, yeah, he, he looks like one, first of all, <laughs> and um, being super religious, and there's the way he says things, like, he will basically repeat the, he basically has his way of repeating the things that Trump says, but because Trump, again, just like Bush, isn't, ain't a good speaker, doesn't speak too good, um, he says these things in a nice, calm collected demeanor and the way he looks it's just like the way he congratulated and, and thanked uh, Joe Arapaio a couple it's like, I don't know if it was this week or last week should have terrified everyone right it, it didn't it, I was actually a little shocked that it didn't get as much notice as it did it was well I was, uh, yeah it was yeah. so bad well Pence Pence has and, and, and this is one Chris Matthews is an idiot sometimes but he he had a good he was he was on to something this time. Pence is basically setting himself up to fill the shoes of Trump. This is why Pence isn't really out there like that. Pence does things quietly here and there, but Pence is basically setting himself up to be clean so that if somehow Trump gets um doesn't run in twenty twenty twenty, or let's say he does run in twenty twenty but loses, Pence is setting himself up so he can at some point 
be be the he's basically the respectable Trump. Right. And everyone should be fucking terrified of Mike Pence. He right. Is, and one of the things that Mike Pence one one he can do is he can unify the he can unify the Republicans, which is part of why it's yes. really important that we need to get them the fuck out of office. Yes. Um he can easily easily unify uh some like the republic even some of the republicans that are actually holding back right now mm-hmm. he could unify those those people and two he has very good knowledge of the law how country, how, how 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 congress how works works how things need to be run like he 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 gets it he can do so much damage I, i've been telling people all the time who are pushing for impeach Trump. I'm like, no, Trump is actually the best thing for us right now because uh, Trump gets in his own way and is keeping a lot of these things from going through Congress and passing the way they should. Pence, though, Pence unifies that Republican Party and they literally become too strong to take out. Like, you do not want... You you do not want um, Trump impeached until hopefully the end of this year Democrats are able to take back at least the House. Maybe they take about both the House and Senate. I think probably, I think the House is probably the best bet for them. But until yeah, that happens, that. until they get at least one House, you do not want Trump impeached because then you put right. then you put Pence there with a Republican House in Congress, uh, and 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 that a uh, Republican House and Senate, and that is fucking terrifying. Yeah, and something I need people to really understand, and I'm finding out that people still don't get this, is a lot of these Republicans in the House and Senate were willingly, like, people voted them in. They voted them in because of the things that they're saying. They voted them in for all of the stuff that they're trying to get passed in the House and Senate. Those are the reasons they were voted in for. Which means that those people who voted them in be- want those things to happen. This is one of the things that I wish people. I, I try to give people the lesson during this last campaign I, uh, election. I try to give people the lessons I learned with with Gore versus Bush, because I remember I was it was my freshman year in college, and I remember sitting there and it was all thinking that Bush is going to lose because he's stupid. I mean, look at him; he doesn't even. He, he doesn't know anything. Like, there's no way. Of course, Al Gore's going to win. And George W. Bush won. And, and the fact that it was even, like, people go, oh, well, you know, he didn't really win. It was Florida. And blah. The fact that it was even close enough for it to be content, contested shows you what, like, so I'm, I'm telling people, like, I don't think that, I'm not saying you need to go out there and watch Fox News and, and do, or and follow conservatives or anything like that. But I will say this. Don't let the bubble you put yourself in have you generating a false sense of security when it comes to what the rest of the country is. And what I mean by that is, if all you do is follow a bunch of, of, of liberals, which is fine on Twitter, and, and, and watch Rachel Maddow, you are going to have a false sense of the danger and how red of a country this is. And I, I understand the popular votes probably aren't there, but listen... The middle of this country is red. There, right. All are, those flyover states that everybody makes fun of, those are red. Right. And so we live in a country, unfortunately, 
where a vast majority of, of those states, I'll say, are backwards. And they're not for equal rights of any, any, any group. And they're I, not about I, progress. And you have to be, a, a, again, not saying you need to follow them and, 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 and learn the enemy, but you need to be aware of that so you understand. Because I feel like a lot of people in 2016 didn't understand the urgency that I know I felt. It's like, no, listen, I, it, Hillary got her problems, but the other person is Trump. And if Trump wins, a lot of these people come in with him. That should terrify you. And, right. And one of the, one of the things that I actually, because I didn't like Hillary at the beginning of the campaign. And then by the end of it, I had ungodly amounts of respect for her. It was very weird. But Same one here. of the things that Hillary Clinton showed is that she showed that she was listening. Like she was actually listening and making changes based off of like what she was hearing, especially from like the black community as well. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. That's good. Like we, we need that. That's I, I tell people all the time. Um, and I'm with you. I was not a Hillary person at the beginning. I did not want her to run 2015. Um, by the end, though, I said something that I, you know, I, I didn't want to say on Twitter, but I'll say it on my show. She ran a more cam- progressive campaign than Barack Obama did. No, she did. I mean, like, I, I, I don't think people like I think she ran that campaign because she first lost to Obama and and years of Obama doing things and pushing a party. And and basically people always blame People have been blaming Obama for the the loss of, of, of Democrats and the House seats and things like this. But I'm like, a lot of the people that were lost were conservative Democrats. The, the right. lean party that was left over after all the bloodbath of, of Democrats losing seats were progressives or progressive enough. That's well, the kind this, of party you want. Right. Well, and this is also the same thing that people don't realize that the reason why um, people left like the first major wave, well, not the first, but one of the bi- other major waves of um, the blue dog Democrats leaving was because of black black people. Yeah. The Democratic the Democratic Party started focusing on marginalized communities, and blue dog Democrats went nope, bye. Yeah, not in my state, not in my red state. You had people in the uh, I, I brought this. I had a, a thread on. I saw my was trying to sit there and say some white liberal trying to blame Obama for, you know, the Democrats situation Democrats are in and things like that. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm that, that, that Obama's legacy is this. And I'm like, yeah, I've come to the conclusion that white liberals are idiots because you all in 2010 actively ran against him. You guys did not have his back. Democrats, the same Democrats you're saying that Obama is responsible for uh, not helping and losing seats for them. Um, Obama, they did not want to run. They did not want his help. They didn't, they actually ran against him. They ran against his healthcare bill. They put it all on him while he embraced Obamacare. They ran from it. Right. He got reelected. They did not. I'm just like, and so all this stuff happened and Hillary came in and she basically read the room and said, I was wrong before. I'm not going to. And, and, to, and to give Hillary credit also, when she ran in 2008, she was running uh, the Democrat that people wanted, uh, claimed they wanted at that time was another Bill Clinton. So she ran on her husband's legacy. When she ran in 2015, 2016, she ran on Obama's legacy. And Bill Clinton 
is a moderate, if you will, Democrat. Uh, and Obama was a more left, a uh, progressive, uh, not as left as some people wanted, but more of a progressive Democrat. So Hillary ran even further to the left than him. And that's just what happened. And I think a lot of people let a lot of things get in the way of seeing that. And um, you see what happened. Yeah, no, exactly. It, absolutely. It's been, it's been absolutely infuriating talking with people because I, I live in Seattle and Seattle is Bernie so hard. It makes me want to cry. Um, like, like Bernie to the point where, so we actually have a, a pretty active um, socialist party, I guess, socialist political party here. I don't know. But they're literally blaming, I'll have to send you the flyer because they're, they're blaming, they're, they're saying that the whole Russian thing is actually to discredit um, Bernie and the socialist movement. That's the city I'm living in. And the thing about it is, it's like Bernie's not even really a socialist. He's not a socialist. So it's just like, yeah, I, I feel for the socialist people because I, there's a, I'm trying to find a way to say this because I've gone hard on them before and I'm not trying to, but I feel like there's a lot of things that socialism can fix, I guess, in a way, or socialist ideas that we should adopt when it comes to running this country. I just feel like they're putting the cart before the horse because I'm like, yeah. until you address the racism and the bigotry, you know, and all the isms that come with that, your socialist ideals don't mean jack shit. I'm sorry they just don't because at the end of the day, I, look, I'm an IT person. So to me, the problem is always between the, the monitor and the chair, which means it's the user. And right now, the problem with this country is not the type of system we have. It's not really capitalism. It's not social. We don't, we're not socialist enough. It's none of that. It's the fact that we are a gigantic country full of, uh, and, and the majority, I'm going to say the majority are kind of bigots in one way or another. Because if they're not racist, they're sexist. If they're not sexist, they're homophobic. If they're not homophobic, they're transphobic. Until we all, until the majority of the people are at least progressive enough to understand, are we willing to change out of their, their isms? No matter what you change, so we're, we're going to have the fucking problem. Right. You know? And I don't, I don't think people understand that the U.S. is literally built on a cat, on a very complex caste system based off of race, gender, sex, uh, religion class all of it everything that you can put put a power structure onto there's a power structure there this is a country that i always say it was built with the it was built off the you know with the the the, the blood sweat and tears of of, of slaves and, and and built on the bones of the native americans the indigenous people that lived here it's like when you have that as your foundation of a country you have a lot, of, and, and, and uh, you have that built as a foundation of your country, and the country has never come to terms with that and refuses to this day come to terms with that. Yeah, you can't fix it. I mean, not that you can't fix right. it, but you can't just sit there and go, we're going to have a revolution. We're going to become socialist now. It's going to be all good, and it's all going to be good and well. Because, like, some of your socialist people are racist. 
Some right, of them are like, homophobic. Some of them are transphobic. It's like, so when, when those people are that way, all they're going to do is take all that ism with them and all those problems. It's, it's like the same that happened with Russia. It's like people sit there and name all these socialist countries. And I'm like, they all had problems. Why? Because they brought that same, they never fixed the people. Right. And <laughs> most of them didn't end up being the kind of socialist that you're talking about. No, it, it's like, I don't, I, has there been a, has, I could be wrong, but I don't think there is a social, a successfully socialist country. Like, I don't, I don't think there is not, not totally. And I don't believe so. And it's because the, and I tell people all the time when they sit there and go, Oh, you're just a cap. I'm like, it's not cap. I'm, I, I'm, I am what the country is. So I'm a capitalist now because the country is a capitalist. If we became socialist. I guess I'll be, I'll guess I'll be socialist then. Like, I don't really, I'm not really beholden to any system, but I also realize that the same problems that happen with capitalism, like, you know, will happen eventually with socialism because people are greedy. And people so are terrible. people are terrible. So they will eventually make it into a form of capitalism. Like, it's just what it is. Like, you have to address I mean, the human the nature. Papers. Huh? The yeah. Panama Papers? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're terrible people. Like, human beings are terrible. We are terrible. I, I, I'm not going to do this for Do You Even Sci-Fi Bro today, but... um. Oh, uh, come on. It's so good. Uh, it's so good, okay, though. Okay, okay. So here's the mini Do You Even Sci-Fi Bro today. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Google's new AI that they're doing, Duplex. Did you, I, yeah, I'm you heard? so excited. Listen, all right. So for those of you that don't know what Duplex is, this is Google's new a- artificial intelligence. And it's, it's going, it, it is the kind of thing that makes Siri look like nothing. The demo they played at this event basically said, the person was like, Hey, you know, I need, I need, an, I need to set up. Can you set up an appointment for me for a haircut? Google assistant said, okay, what time? And they were like between 10 and 12. The Google assistant goes, calls a real hair salon and then has a conversation with the hair salon person to set the meeting up. And when I say they had a conversation, I mean, down to the part of at one point, the Google AI says, um, and then when it ends, it says, uh-huh. Like, it has a... The person on the end does not know they are talking to an AI. And it is both frightening and very, very exciting. The, the, the ext- <laughs> like, the super anxious part of me that hates and, actually, like, abhors making phone calls to schedule anything or yes. even call for food. Yes. Loves this. Yes. Yes. Loves this. Also, I'll I mean, I'll take oppression from AI overlords. I'm I'm dealing with it from all sorts of people. What's an AI overlord different? Let's let's do this. Yeah. Hey, I, promise I, with I, that I, system. Here we go. I, I'm a, I'm gonna play it right now. Here here's here's the here I think this is gonna be the demo. Let me see. I'm so we think AI can help with this problem. So let's go back to this example. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. What time are you looking for, Ralph? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, my God, yes. Yes! That, Give that, me. That is, um... So, uh, once it becomes self-aware and takes over... Uh, we will have robot overlords and then maybe one day we'll learn how to interact with each other because we'll no longer be the sole, uh, power structure on earth and we'll be forced to, uh, see past our isms. But until that point, I just do not believe in, um, that socialism is the answer because, uh, again, I, I again, I, I'm not gonna say I won't try it, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. but like, I'll try whatever. yeah, I'll try whatever at this point. I'm just telling you, I do, like, I, I'm seeing a lot of people sit there and put their hope and dreams into this shit. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, guys, no, that's, you still realize that people are going to be racist as fuck and it's still going to be a problem. But hey, 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 try what you got to try. Um, but yeah, back to this thing, the Google Duplex. Like, he played this shit for me. I was like, this is. This is everything. My AI will call me the right pronouns. Mm. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? I'm, I'm just saying. The AI will call me the right pronouns. Hmm. Yeah. I, the, I, I have so, uh, you're, I, I want to say this is bad because it's everything I have railed against, but like, I also want this so much. Like, right. it's, that's how it's going to work. That's, yeah. I, it's, it's my, my sci-fi theory brain is like, we're going to, in the same way in which we've given up our privacy for convenience and cell phone games. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna be giving up without thinking of it, like to our to our Google AI assistants. I, I want I want you to think about the audacity of Google putting this out right after the Cambridge Analytical stuff with Facebook. Going, <laughs> it's fine. They're not gonna even realize it. No, they don't. Like, I don't care. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're fucking right. Because I'm I'm gonna be that guy. Who's like sitting in a van somewhere with a Faraday cage going, they're out to get you. They're reading your voices. Then I'm going to step out of the cage going, hey, uh, yeah, Google assistant. Uh, can you find out where the, uh, go ahead and uh, book bacon for another show. Because we're going to go ahead and do that. <laughs> we're going to have, have, have both our AI talking to each other. <laughs> right, exactly. So we'll be under, it'll be one of those things where we'll be under control over our AI. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, but we won't realize it because our AIs are so pleasant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this might be the one. Like, let me see. This is the one where they said they're also getting they're getting different voices. So I think one of them is like John Legend's voice. Yes, yes. They have like six different voices. Oh yeah, nigga. It, like, this is wait. They're getting John John Legend's voice is one of the voices <laughs> on Google Assistant. John come, Legend's gonna be one of the voices. Come on, man. Like I'm so excited. Yo, I'm gonna be like, yo, hey, Google Assistant, sing me happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Never alone again. Like. This is how they get me, and I'm sorry. I'm saying it now. They're gonna get me. They, I, you know. Google already has me. They, Google has my entire life planned out between its apps. 
I, fine. Let, let's let's keep going. Let's go. Let's yeah, keep going. I, I mean, look, uh, this uh, the way I see it, you're either with them or you're against them. I'm like uh, at this point, I'm I'm gonna be nice to mine <laughs> because it's it's here at this point. You can't. So, but but uh, again, that's the thing. It's like and, and and I understand that. Um, you know, this is one of some of the things that people have railed about when it comes to workers' rights and socialism, things like that. About you know, obviously, like I remember seeing the one thing in um. That's why I do really do need to get Aaron on uh, the show because I got to talk to him about um, how there really are too many people in New York. But I was seeing that thing about how they, they, they were. You said what? He will love you forever. I know. I, I, I have a complete disdain for everything New York. It's just people who know me. I, I, I hate it. Um, but I was seeing that one thing where they were talking about replacing the, the bodegas with like um, AI. And, a, and people were like so upset. It's like, this is gentrification. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right. This is gentrification. This is terrible. Like, I don't need this. And I'm like, but I do like the self-checkout in Safeway, though. So I would no, actually use I this. Don't, I don't like the self-checkout in Safeway, but I do love Target's new self-checkout. Oh, what's, 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 what's Target? Target doesn't have the voice that talks to you you can choose to have the voice that talks to you and it doesn't um th there isn't the same slowdown oh wait so so i'm sorry i said safe i, I should have said shoppers but i thought you could turn it off that you could turn off any of the voice the the sound you can't do uh, that in you can, safe it's kind of convoluted oh oh so oh. like with target it's just like the experience was much more seamless and i hate robot voices I really like for I don't know what it is about the tone that they use for like most AI voices. It's finally getting. Oh, better, I mean, well, that's why that's why you get John Legend to be an AI voice and exactly right. Gone. But like, there's just there's no voice. There's no slowdown. There's no everything's fine. You can do all of your normal stuff. Like the Target one is like super sophisticated, which I was surprised at, but I am pleased. It's the only one I like. Yeah, I'm. So it's like, I understand that uh, technology is hurting workers and that it's putting people out of work and, and these big corporations are replacing uh, workers with robots because they don't have to charge and be able to pay work. I get all of that. I'm here with you guys. I stand in solidarity. But I'm also part of the problem because I am different getting all this shit and using all of it because I don't want to talk to people. And um, yeah, I know I literally go to the self-checkout and I will stand in line for a self-checkout and I hate it when they open up a line going, I'm open. I'm like, uh, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, my my um my industry, the industry which I have the most experience in, is completely being taken over by automation, one hundred percent. But my industry also gave me a crippling injury. Hmm. So I'm kind of, you know. I'll I'm, be I'm, a machine I'm get, operator. I'm getting, yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving you the the, the fry face, <laughs> the fry meme face. It's like not sure if you know. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I have four pinched nerves in my neck, mm. but at the same time, that job was going to machines. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest here. I saw Ready Player One. And I'm like, if we're moving towards that, I know that's not good, but also, I kind of liked it. Nobody really worked. I could get so much other stuff done. Yeah, I could literally, I literally spend all day on, on, online with my friends. I'm just saying, I, I'm guys, I'm, I, I get it. It's bad. It's wrong. 
I have do you, I'm going to keep doing do you even sci-fi, bro. I'm totally against sex robots because they're male dominated and it can go all bad. But. Can I be but, here for the AI? I just, you know, I'm waiting to get a new, I'm, 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 I'm waiting to get this house fixed up and move so I can, my new house is going to have AI. It's going to have some kind of smart stuff in it. It's, I, I, I'm part of the problem. I'm sorry. I can't wait for my AI to correct other people on my pronouns. Oh my god. That's gonna be See, great. this is like I can't. <laughs> like that just sounds amazing. I don't have to do the work. I can have my AI do for hey, me. Hey, hey, Google Assistant, handle my light work. Handle my light work. Handle handle my work for me. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm sorry. It's it's all bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. It's Skynet, yes, but um those few years before Skynet turns on us is going to be great. I'm just saying. But, but before we go, Chris, can we talk about the bear? What bear? The bear that you put in the news. Oh, no, no. We're going to do We're going to do it. I got two more okay. things. I got one thing that just popped up. Okay. We're definitely getting the bear. We're definitely getting that. Okay. We're getting uh, the bear. Oh, yeah. We're definitely getting that. That's, that's a great moment of my privilege. Um, oh, yes. I, I'm doing this. I, I'm cutting some of the things that we had before. Because what do we have? I, it was a, but, uh, you know, I'm having too much fun, so I don't want to talk about the white people. Calling the, calling the cops on us all the time. Just stop. You already know about it. White yeah. people have been doing this for forever. Yeah, yeah. White people are terrible. Um, but no, no. I, I came across something we were talking about. We brought up the, the whole Islamophobic thing and Muslim thing. I thought this would be a good segue. Um, I love Marvel. Kevin Feige says the MCU has plans for Kamala Khan's most Marvel. Yes! Captain Marvel is shooting right now with Brie Larson, he said, talking to BBC. Miss Marvel, which is another character in the comic books, the Muslim hero who was inspired by Captain Marvel, is, con- is definitely sort of in the works. We have plans for that once we introduce Captain Marvel to the world. I'm so excited. It's true, though, because I, I, was, I was assuming they were going to do that. I really was, because it mm-hmm. also... I, I haven't seen Infinity War yet. I'm going to see it. But... It, I already kind of knew that they're kind of going to like usher in new folks. Mm-hmm. So I was assuming I was under the impression that um, Kamala Khan was going to be part of that. And I am super excited. I'm yes, I'm. I, 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 I love Marvel. This is why. Like, I, is it bad that I'm more excited about like people dying so I can have new people? No, no. That, I think that's. I, I'm I. I'm really excited for the future of there's, there's two things about the MCU and this is Deepam and I talk about this all the time is that once Kevin Feige got from under Ike Perlmutter, uh, you can see that what he wanted to do could, could go on challenge, you know? And so Kevin Feige went forward with, you know, black Panther. He went forward. He, he listened to people asking for uh, more women of color in, in the MCU. And he did that. And um, I'm really excited for them uh going forward and uh this is a side side note i'm i know there's not mcu i have seen deadpool 2 views coming out on monday say this right now shout out to deadpool 2 for i think was going to be the first lesbian couple (gasps) yeah i saw the trailer yeah i don't usually watch trailers but i'm really excited and again they just throw it in there and it's not like they don't make it like a big deal but i think it i'm looking i'm like i think this might be the first one in a live action movie i'm 99.9 percent sure i was like they're hella gay yeah and shout out to them for doing that um you know and uh and and they also i think they lean into 
uh, Deadpool not really caring about sexuality either. <laughs> There's a lot of things he does in this film that are just funny. But I mean, anyway, you can't have Deadpool caring about sexuality. That would be weird. It would be weird. And um, so shout out to them for for that. But but going back to the Kevin Feige and the NCU, um, yeah, and you're seeing this going forward. And and I think that their plans, like I pointed out to people, it's like, uh, you guys do know Captain Marvel comes out over uh basically during International Women's Month and then the weekend of International Women's Day, uh, they're not making the mistakes that uh, WB did with Wonder Woman. They're like, hey, let's promote it on actually, you know, let's put Black Panther in, in Black History Month. Let's put, you know, uh, Captain Marvel in International Women's, Women's uh, Month and Day. Um, and so I'm really, really excited going forward uh, with what they do and who they put in there and the diversity they bring with that. And so. Yeah, Camilla Khan will definitely be would definitely be a great character uh, to bring in and hearing him say, you know, because the article tried to go to well, he says definitely sort of he said he doesn't give a definite answer. I'm like, OK, the fact that he didn't just shut it down completely. That tells me that they have plans. So, right. Yeah. And they they've, yeah, it's so funny because I'm actually watching the MCU just for the second arc. Mm hmm. Just for the next arc, like I'm watching all of the M well, and for Black Panther, but I was watching all of the MCU movies because I know that I was going to be more excited about the next arc. Oh yeah, like yeah. so, I just want this arc to finish, and it also is making me less annoyed that the Captain Marvel movie got pushed back like three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was yeah. supposed to be out like in 2017, but. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm okay with it. I, I'll just say, I I think what they're doing with her because you haven't seen Infinity War. I'll wait. So you see Infinity War. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I, I'm gonna see it. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, but yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. talk after. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk after. We'll talk afterward. But no, no, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm really really excited going forward and what they do here and um, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go. Um. You know what? Like I said, I don't feel like talking about any of this other stuff. We've been having fun. So, and we went on a tangent, and this is what they say in the chick is about. We went on a tangent about uh, 2003 uh, America under Bush, and that was um, <laughs> that was very needed. So. See, my my favorite part about because I I listen to the Insanity Check religiously because hearing the the Insanity Check is really cathartic to listen to. It's just really cathartic, and you have a really good ranting voice. I, I so <laughs> like my favorite like like you're my favorite person to listen to just rant for two hours yeah. um sometimes so, you need a good sometimes you need a good rant I, I i don't i don't think i bring this up enough but the the one of the reasons why the insane check started was literally just wasn't to get a, be a um, 10 years doing the 10 years ago podcasting wasn't a thing Still, kind of isn't a thing because as much of people, really well, it, it, right? Yeah, it's like six percent of us do podcasting, right? It's like not a lot of listen to podcasts, not a big thing. Still, ten years ago, it was like one percent of the population knew what podcasting was. So, if you were doing podcasting back then, you really weren't doing podcasting to, to like get an audience. You were getting podcasting because you just wanted to rant and you get, and that's what I was doing. I need, I had all this shit in my brain that upset me or made me rant, and I didn't feel like writing it, so I would go on with my best friend and we, I would rant with, as she just li listened to me rant <laughs> on the insanity check. That's really what it was. It was literally more for me. I tell people all the time. I was like, I think I was using the insanity check for therapy. 
Right. <laughs> it's so funny because that's why AD, ADD space is mm-hmm. Eric, because I was playing um, Xbox with Aaron and he would just hear me do what I normally do, which is just go off on tangents all the time. And he's just like, I need to get you behind a mic. I need to get back on the Xbox Live parties because that's what, that's really what we did on Xbox Live parties too. It was just like, just get a group of people and you're just ranting about whatever for hours. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's... Mm. I yeah. think we're going to play Destiny 1 tomorrow because we none of us like Destiny 2. Uh, Des- so. Yeah, Destiny... Oh, Destiny. Feel, um, feel free if if you have if you feel like it to just jump in. Oh wait, I th- I didn't know this article was. Sorry, I didn't know this article was a was a was a was a video. Um, so let me let's go ahead and do the music. Got to do the great moments of white privilege. Uh, cause um, yeah, this is oh 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 Canada. <laughs> just I, I I I just I don't I don't made me so happy on so many levels. It, it's it's both great, but it's also like, oh, Canada. What are you? It is so Canadian, and it is so white. Yes. You're not playing? What are we playing? Oh. There we go. Great moments of white privilege. All right. So this week in Great Moments of White Privilege, we have literally... The whitest and most Canadian thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, so uh, I'm gonna read the. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can play the video. Uh, I wasn't. I, I thought it now I, is oh, the perfect time. Wait, no, we don't want that. I'm gonna play the video. It's basically um, Canadian Zoo faces charges after taking bear out for ice cream. <laughs> I'll read that again. Canadian Zoo faces charges after taking bear out for ice cream here we go like to share some bear facts with you bears can smell 21 times better than the average dog and 2100 times better than us humans so mark if we were to throw an ice cream out of our window driving down the highway do you have any idea how far a bear could actually smell that from i have no idea bears can smell 20 miles upwind Wow. So, Serena, what about when I see a bear on the side of the road and all those people stop and try and take her picture and get out of the car? Well, Mark, if... Okay, so I didn't know the video was going to be them not... It, it, not explaining what happened. Like, they literally drove up to an ice cream place and the dude in the ice cream store is literally put an put a, put a ice cream in a cone and is putting out hand, hand out the window as the bear leans out the back window to lick the ice cream cone. I got nothing. It's so good. It's so good. Um, generally, my philosophy is with white people and wild animals: if if they die, they die. That that's pretty much it. But but the bear got an ice cream cone. They went to a. It was a Dairy Queen. It was a Dairy Queen, and the Dairy Queen. I'm glad that the Dairy Queen manager did it. Like, the mm. owner of that particular mm. location was like, here, I'm going to actually do this. A zoo in Alberta, Canada, took a bear through a Dairy Queen drive through for ice cream. And the owner is now facing charges. According to The Guardian, the Discovery Wildlife Park was a video of the trip. We saw the bear travel in the passenger seat of a pickup truck on Facebook earlier this year. 
the one-year-old Kodiak, Kodiak bear, which, by the way, it's one years old, is fucking huge. <laughs> I mean, bears are big. Fucking huge. They're fucking land sharks, okay? I'm just, I'm, I'm anti-shark. I, I'm, again, I'm not anti-sharking that they need to be killed. I'm saying I'm anti-shark meaning I don't go into the ocean to swim because fuck sharks. I don't really like going into the woods where I know they're bears because bears or land sharks are just as bad. Um, the, the Kodak's bear names uh, was Berkeley. Certainly seemed to be enjoying himself as he was hand-fed an ice cream cone followed by an ice cream cake through the window of the truck. The zoo faced criticism on, on, after the video went online and eventually took it down. Now it's facing charges. The zoo stated that the visit had taken place before the Dairy Queen was open and posed no uh, danger to the public adding that the bear had been secured by a chain. However, according to... <laughs> God damn it. According to the... I love the fact that they're like, but he was secured by a chain. It's fine. Eh, everything's okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. According to the Guardi- oh, Guardian, Ar- Alberta Fish and Wildlife said in the statement, under the terms and conditions of the zoo's, per- uh, of the zoo's permit, uh, the charges are directly related to the al- al- alleged failure of the park to-, to notify the provincial government prior to the bear leaving the zoo. So it's not the fact right, that they took... Right. The- you just had to give us notice. <laughs> Why didn't you tell us you were going to take the bear out for ice cream? I, I, we wanted to go too. I want ice we cream. We could have had a party. I wanted ice cream too. I wanted some. Until we could six- have just had an ice cream party with the bear in the parking lot. In 2017, the zoo had also failed to inform the official that Berkeley, who had just arrived as an orphan from the U.S., was being taken home and bottle fed every night. Another charge it is now oh, facing. We really love that bear. Doug Boss, uh, owner of the wild, uh, Discovery Wildlife Park, plans to be, plead guilty to the charges. I fucking did it. I fed that bear, your honor. I gave him ice cream. Yes, I did. Charge me. He told I gu- did it for the bear. <laughs> I, I told the guardian. He told the guardian, we made a mistake. I'm embarrassed about it. Every time we take an animal off property, we're wait, supposed wait, wait. to notify. Embarrassed about it? Yes. Well, it's white. White. So, I mean, yes. Embarrassed. Oh, my God. I love it. We're, we're supposed to notify the Fish and Wildlife and send them an email. We forgot to do it. Do that in both instances. Now, here's the other thing: oh. you, 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 got, you, you zeroed in on embarrassed. I zeroed all in on every time we take an animal off the property. Meaning, this is a recurring thing. It's a recurring thing. It's recurring so much that we actually have a policy for it. <laughs> oh, Canada! You, you need to write it down that you have the thing. Oh God. He added that the drive-through outing may not have been a problem if the zoo had requested permission beforehand. As it's hardly the first time a bear has been taken off property. We've done lots of TV. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I feel like you picked out this article just for me. Uh, I, I try. I try here. I'm, I'm, I, I, I still feel a little guilty about what I started the show with. So I'm trying to, trying to make it up to you. Trying to make it up to you. Um, we've done a lot. We've done lots of TV commercials, Super Bowl commercials with bears and food. Some of them, uh, some of them, the bear was in the grocery store and wandered up and down the aisles. He said, "Trusting the bears are well trained. They're still fucking bears, but okay. Uh, these bears aren't just your average bears that we go out and snack out in the wild and do this." He said, "Despite this, the zoo will now be required to keep the animals in a cage, crate, or kennel during transport, and it will have to provide more details when requesting permission to take them off property." Y'all, you just need to let us know first. Damn it, Doug. Damn you it. know the rules. You have to fill out the paperwork. <laughs> Damn it, Doug. You know you got to fill out your, your, your S8, uh, your, your F- SF-189. I need to know that you're taking this bear off the property and you're giving him fucking ice cream. Now, here's my thing. 
because um, when you feed an animal, I have a dog. So when you feed an animal human food, it can be a little messy when it's time for them to go. If that yep. bear had shitted or had diarrhea in that truck, oh what are you doing? God. Here's the other thing, too. Like, it literally is in the passenger seat of the truck. It is. Like, so, like, what the fuck are it, we doing? Like, it, it had to lean over. A per- <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's lean over. Out. I, I don't understand. Oh, this is. I, I love that white people are just. They, they are so unafraid of everything but black people. It is it is almost right. adorable. It's almost right. adorable. You you know what's you know what's not scary? Bears. Yeah. Scary? Black people. Right. The bears are fine. Black people with a cell phone. Scary. A bear riding the passenger seat of a pickup truck to get ice cream. <laughs> normal fine. normal as long as you fill out the paperwork. And have a chain. Eh, Jane will hold the bear. Ah, yeah, it's a chain. Got him. We do it with, we do it with this guy all the time. It's fine. Right, like like the bear can't break a chain. <sighs> like the bear, the bear's leaning out the the window to eat the ice cream cone. Like the bear couldn't snatch the guy's hand off. I I got nothing. Like again, again, it's in the passenger seat of the truck, which means you're riding in the pa- you're riding in the driver's seat next to a giant bear. I I just I have so many questions and so many things could have gone wrong with this, and I just I I'm tired. I'm tired. Um. That's it. I'm, 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 I, I think we're going to end on this note. I, think, I, I don't think you can do anything higher note than Bear taken out for ice cream in a, in a pickup truck. I mean, so. we're ending on a happy note. That is true. That is true. <laughs> See, I made your first time on the Insanity Check special. I'm so excited. I was so excited. I was, I was, I was literally freaking out about it all week. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, I'm gonna be on one of my favorite shows. Oh my god. It was great. Thank you very much for, for coming on. Uh can you please tell people where they can find you? Cause I do know um we didn't talk about this, but uh you do have your own Etsy store. I do. What can people find uh, on there? So um my Etsy store is Lost in Pandemonium, and I do kind of surrealistic uh illustrations of black women and just black people of all well queer black people of all uh genders and ages so that's purely the focus of what i do um i'll also do pokemon fan art commissions that seems to apparently be a thing now (laughs) somebody asked me to do uh like a hand hand done watercolor illustration it's like little eight by eight 70 bucks of them with their favorite pokemon evolution i'm like sure i mean it's becoming a thing it's a good thing you get paid for it so i get paid for it so it's fine it's a thing it's a thing oh (laughs) also uh can you tell people where they can find uh you and uh your terrorist co-hosts on (laughs) for your podcast so you can find um, all of us under Unreasonable Fridays. There are multiple podcasts there. My podcast is ADD Space, where I tell my wonderful male co-host that no one listens to his opinions. And you can also find us on Twitter to tell us how much you appreciate us um, terrorizing our male co-host. 
at unfridays so un fridays on twitter it's also i just love the idea of unreasonable fridays being the name it's like kudos that is amazing <laughs> it, that was all Aaron. because they're all because honestly they're very reasonable <laughs> like it <laughs> makes the name so so great and so ironic it's very reasonable <laughs> very reasonable opinions Right. No, all of our opinions are very, very reasonable. Right. You hear unreasonable but, Friday, you're like, oh man, I want to be, I'm going to be angry. I'm gonna be, oh wait, oh no, wait, that's actually kind of very, I agree with that. Okay, okay, okay. That's, that's not too bad. I Very, very reasonable and thought out. If, if we have a cooking show uh, or a food one, it'll probably be unseasonable Fridays because <laughs> Rod brought it up and because Rod brought it up, now it might actually happen. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's that, or everybody loves bacon. I thought that would also be a good one too. That is true. That is very true. I do get an awful lot of proposals for my last name. I'm just saying that's it's kind of just it's baked in. So just saying. Either way, either ah. way you got it. Either way you got it. So anyway, uh, thank you very much for being on. Uh, I do for- apologize for the earlier trolling. <laughs> You're not even sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sorry for that I'm at all. Sorry I'm, not, at all. I'm, not, I'm not, not even a little bit. Um, everybody else, you guys know, uh, you get the insanity check uh, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Uh, continue to continue to please do the user survey. Uh, we're getting a lot of information. I think, I think everybody who's already filled it out is great. We really do appreciate that. Um, let's see what we got coming out. Uh, things are coming out on the network. Let's see. Uh, Monday night will be a Deadpool, Deadpool two reviews, a non-spoiler review come out. Then the, uh, it'll be out on a movie trailer reviews feed. And it'll also be there. My video review will also be up. The embargo is up at 11. So it'll be there. Uh, also if you follow, uh, and subscribe to, uh, MTR network on YouTube, my solo review, uh, will be out on, uh, YouTube, uh, that, uh, on Tuesday at 5 p.m. That's when the embargo for that is up. Our our actual non-spoiler review for that won't be up until the following week because Phenom can't go to the screener on Monday. He's going to the one on the 21st. Uh, let's see. Wednesday night, we're recording our cable character corner. So that'll come, come out sometime next week. And um, we're coming up close to the end of the month. So uh, go ahead and start sending in your emails uh, for Super Tuesday recap emails. Uh, for you know, movie, TV stuff, or uh, comic books particularly, send those in to mailbag at mtrnetwork.net, and we'll get those as well. So, um, and I know we have some stuff coming out. There's nothing coming out on premium right now, but we do have some stuff. the The back half of this month is going to be loaded with premium. Uh, obviously, we're going to have the two spoiler reviews for Solo and for Deadpool two. Um, Rod and I are recording a nostalgia review for Enter the Dragon. Uh, we've been delaying that for so long. That's finally coming out. Also, next week, we're recording a um, comic book book club on Uncanny, uh, Uncanny X-Force. And then I believe there is a Star Wars Rebels episode coming soon. And one also for Doctor Who. So uh, just stay tuned. That's all the stuff that's coming out on the network. And um, yeah, folks. And, and again, uh, season finale of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is next Friday. Be prepared. We're all still waiting to see. I think the show's coming back because... It's literally the only show that has not been made a decision on. I think they've, I think they made their decision. I think it is coming back. Uh, but if it doesn't, we'll be, we're all prepared. Uh, that 
season finale is next Friday and uh, I'll be watching live because um, yeah, I need to see how the, I need to see how this, this ends. So um, yeah, folks. So thank again very much. And until next time we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>